Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domang. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries, and at On Fire Ministries, our mission is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's Word to their everyday life because I believe that God's Word really does work. So today, we are looking at why God allows trials in our lives that we can't handle. So have you ever heard anyone say, God won't put more on you than you can handle? Most of the time, there are two common denominators with people making this statement. First, their statement relates to difficulties or suffering. And second, they base their theology on 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. Notice that 1 Corinthians 10, 13 doesn't actually speak of difficulty or trial or suffering, but instead it speaks about temptation. It doesn't say that God won't allow us to face suffering beyond what we are able, but temptation beyond what we are able. Suffering and temptation are two totally different things. When we look at what the Bible says about difficulty, trial, and suffering, we see the assurance that life in this world world will bring about trials of various kinds. In John 16, Jesus said, in the world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus didn't say you might have tribulation, but you will have tribulation. And I'm not trying to bring you down, but as Jesus said in John 16, 1, these things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. If we believe theology that says God will never place more on you than you can handle, we are set up for even more disappointment than the actual hardships that life brings to us themselves. The truth is, we will face trials and tribulation in this life, and those can cause deep suffering. The last portion of Jesus' statement in John 16, 1 really needs to be the thing that we zero our attention on. If Jesus overcame the world and we are in Christ, it means we are set up to overcome the pain and tragedy we experience in this world. The original statement that started our topic of discussion is God won't put more on you than you can handle. So to change this to a more theologically sound statement, we might say God allows more to be put on you than you can handle, so you will look to him to help you overcome. The reality is God allows trials in our lives. Psalm 69 was written by King David, someone who understood that God allows trials. And in this passage, David writes how he feels in the midst of a life storm. Psalm 69, 1 through 3 says, Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I have come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary with my crying. My throat is dry. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. Can you feel the tremendous suffering in his words? Have you ever felt like David, where you felt a, a trial you faced would just do you in? And if we've lived long enough, the reality is most of us can say 
that we relate to that kind of suffering in some way. Reading Psalm 69 made me wonder what caused David to feel like that. What kind of storm was he going through? Well, Psalm 69, 4 gives us a clue. Psalm 69, 4 says, Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They are mighty who would destroy me. Being my enemies wrongfully, though I have stolen nothing, I still must restore it. People coming against David delivered him to this state of overwhelming suffering. Clearly, he felt he had done nothing to deserve his current storm, and his words tell us how he felt in the unfairness of his situation. While we all know storms in our life are unavoidable, that knowledge usually doesn't minimize the pain we feel in the moment that we find ourselves in the middle of a storm. When those storms come to us through people and their treatment of us, we feel like the unfairness of that situation is a lot like David. We can only focus on the unfairness and the pain for so long though. It is natural and normal to feel deep pain when people hurt us, accuse us, reject us, or or come against us in some way. People coming against us is an unavoidable reality. Just like storms of life, so are people coming against us. That is a part of our human existence. But in those times, it is absolutely understandable to feel the unfairness of that. However, we can't allow ourselves to stay seated in the unfairness of the hurt or the wrong. Now, maybe you don't struggle with this as much as I do, but I realize when I feel wronged, hurt, wrongly accused, rejected, unjustly overlooked, I tend to get stuck there. I start thinking about the situation and dwelling on it almost all the time, which only causes me more pain and more suffering. Reliving the hurts all day, every day doesn't help heal the hurt. We can't get through our storms focused on our circumstances. If we want to overcome the hurt and pain, we need to change our focus. When all we can think about is the unfairness of our situation, our attention is on the wrong thing. Remember that Jesus said in John 16, 33, these things I have spoken to you that in me you have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So yes, God allows trials, but Jesus overcame the trials of this world, which set us up as Christ followers to overcome personal trials as well. We are meant to be overcomers. Jesus rose up as the overcomer of everything that life throws at humanity so that we can rise above our storms. Life in Christ empowers us to rise up out of our brokenness and unfair circumstances and overcome the pain and hurt. So let's talk about changing focus because changing our focus sets us up for victory. However, the victory of overcoming requires the mental and spiritual spiritual discipline to change our focus. We must take our eyes off our tribulations and focus our attention on God and what he says. About six years ago, I went through a life or death situation with one of my beautiful daughters and all I could see was darkness, danger, and the devil working to destroy her. One day, I spoke to my mother-in-law about the situation. My mother-in-law loves Jesus as much as anyone I've ever met and is equally filled with faith. And I told her how afraid I was that my daughter would not come through this dire situation. And I will never forget what my mother-in-law said to me. Her words were that turning point for my focus. She said, Pat, 
You have got to get your eyes off of the situation and back onto God's word. Stop talking about what you see with your physical eyes and speak faith according to what God says. She reminded me that Romans 4.17 says that God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So that was my turning point. Ironically, my mother-in-law spoke to me what I teach day in and day out of my ministry. But at that point, I was too emotionally attached to the situation to see clearly. I'm so thankful for her words to me that day because that was that major turning point for me. The next morning, I got on my knees and I asked God to forgive me for focusing on the situation and letting fear overtake my faith that I was going to trust in Him once again. I committed to the Lord that I would no longer look at the situation with physical eyes, but I would continually look to him and to what he says. And from that moment forward, I would not speak of the situation except to speak life and truth over that situation. I decided to rise above the storm by changing my focus and choosing faith in God's word. In reality, when we go through a storm, naturally we fall into the trap of focusing on the situation. But that never gives us what we need to overcome and to rise above that storm. Once I turned my eyes, my heart, and my faith back to God and His Word, I felt completely different. No longer did I feel like I was drowning in pain from the situation that was completely out of my control, but I felt supernatural strength and faith rise up in me and raise me up out of this pit of despair. And at that point, I began to see God slowly change the situation. And now I am declaring the mighty miracles that God worked over the past few years of transforming a situation that I once thought was hopeless. So dear sister, I want to encourage you today. Yes, God does allow trials in our lives and he allows those trials in our life that we can't handle so that we will turn our hearts, our attention, our trust, and our devotion to him. Second Chronicles 16, 19 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. When we face overwhelming and painful circumstances that threaten to consume or destroy us. God wants to show himself strong to us. He searches this planet for those on whom he can bestow his strength. So if you are in the midst of a trial, I want to speak to the faith in you and tell you to rise above the storm. In Christ, you have the powerful Holy Spirit empowering you to do what you cannot do on your own. You can rise above the storms in your life by taking your eyes off of physical circumstances and turn your eyes of faith to the powerful and effective Word of God. Ephesians 3.20 says that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can think or ask according to the power that works in us. You have what it takes to rise above unfair circumstances and overcome the storms of life. Your situation is not impossible because nothing is impossible for your God who chooses his address to be your heart. Trust and believe the truth of God's word and you will see God do 
great things for you as well. So before I say goodbye, I do want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. I post daily morning prayers and biblical encouragement for Christian women. And also check out my website, onfire-ministries.org to read my blog, uh, to get free Bible study resources, or maybe just a Bible study for you personally or a group study, please take a moment to rate, review, and share this podcast with others that someone else can be encouraged. And until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.